Gary Mahaffey here with Insurance for Seniors and Disabled. First, let me thank all the WCCP listeners for making annual enrollment very special for me and my coworkers this year. Are you turning 65 in 2023? If so, you may be pondering your Medicare options. Many people feel like this is not important if they are working on and remaining on their company plan. Even if this is the ultimate outcome, I recommend that you look at all options for meeting your health care needs. If I can assist you in this somewhat confusing process, please call me at 864-307-8484 today. And please remember, my services always come free to you and that I will shepherd you through Medicare in the unlikely event that I do not represent a company or specific plan that you are interested in. So again, please call today at 864-307-8484. Pinnacle Veterinary Group, the first and only practice achieving AAHA accreditation in Pickens County, takes a proactive and progressive approach to medicine for keeping your pet healthier longer. Being a family-oriented private practice, they treat their staff, clients, and patients as they want to be treated. Their facility is equipped to care for sick, injured, and healthy pets with in-house diagnostic, lab testing, radiology, surgery, and digital ultrasound. They take pride in caring for your family. Call 624-8824 or go online to pinnacleveterinarygroup.com. Okay, listen closely. A water furnace geothermal system can save up to 70% on your heating and cooling costs. Will last twice as long on average than ordinary heat pumps. You get the same tax credits as solar and Blue Ridge Electric Co-op members get an additional cash rebate. What are you waiting for? It doesn't take an engineer to understand geothermal is the best and least expensive way to heat and cool your home. It's like putting money in the bank. Learn more at ClemsonGeo.com. I always wanted to learn Spanish, but I never thought I'd have the time. Then I discovered Babbel. Babbel's lessons are fun. They only take like 10 or 15 minutes, and in three weeks, presto, you're starting to speak another language. Like magic. I love that Babbel's lessons aren't just robots talking. They're voiced by native speakers, so you get the pronunciation just right. And they're designed by real language teachers, so you learn how to have real-world conversations, things you'll actually use. It's incredible. After using Babbel, I'm ready to start having real conversations in French. There's all kinds of ways to learn. Use Babbel's podcasts or games or videos. You can even join live classes with a language teacher. If you want to learn a language, there's no faster, easier, better way than Babbel. 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 Évidemment. Go to Babbel.com to try for free. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. Babbel.com. If you need custom leather patch hats for your business, church, school, sports team, or charity event, Hatflow Company has you covered. No order minimums, quick turnaround, nationwide shipping, and great prices. Custom Richardson hats, beanies, low-profile performance hats, and more. Shop with Hatflow Company and support a small local business where the highest quality, great customer service, and very affordable prices are top priority. Visit HatFlowCo.com and start your custom leather patch hat quote today. HatFlowCo.com. Live and local sports talk coming to you from the Upcountry Fiber Studios. This is 105.5 and 97.5 The Roar. Serving the five counties of the South Carolina Upstate, Upcountry Fiber is a stronger connection. With the largest coverage of any sports talk station in the Upstate, nobody does it better than us. No, I said nobody. No, really. Know someone better? They don't exist. We are 105.5 and 97.5 The Roar. 
where every day is game day. Brian Hennessy just hand-delivered pizza to the radio booth. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, Brian Hennessy just hand-delivered. <laughs> oh, sorry. I didn't realize my didn't. mic was on as I mock you openly on the air. Oh, man. Rub it in. You're oh, over there to, at a baseball stadium, beautiful weather, and now you get pizza. That's Lovely. just it, it, it's fantastic. It's fantastic. The, the, we get treated so well here. Uh, it's Studio S. Right for sun, uh, there are a couple more clouds in the sky, but st- I mean seventy degrees, light breeze, just unbelievable. As Charlotte is taking batting practice at the moment uh, here at Doug Kingsmore Stadium, uh, I do want to get to tired of it Tuesday because we have a very serious conversation to have about this. But first, another serious conversation. This is this is a bit of breaking news now. Um, if you'll recall a few weeks ago, you may not recall because it, it kind of was in the news and then faded out because the kid was kicked off the team immediately. But at Alabama, uh, one of the players, Darius Miles, was involved in a shooting that resulted in the death of a young mother uh, in Tuscaloosa. And Miles immediately dismissed from the team. And uh, the, the, the other guy was 20 years old, and he was injured and went to the hospital, etc. It stemmed from an argument between... Uh, those two gentlemen and uh, a boyfriend of a girl they were hitting on at a club, and uh, they ended up basically shooting and killing her through the windshield of the car. Well, now they figured out who the gun belongs to, and this, I mean, I I know they say they're not going to charge him, but this is pretty big news. It was Alabama freshman standout Brandon Miller who brought the gun in his car that was used on the Tuscaloosa Strip to kill a 23-year-old mother, according to law enforcement testimony today. This is written by Carol Robinson at AL.com. I'm just reading here. Miles texted Miller to bring his gun to where they were, according to police. When Miller got to the scene, Miles told Davis, quote, the heat is in the hat. Close quote, that means a gun was present. And then Miles added, quote, there's one in the head. That means around is in the chamber. And then Miles actually moved his girlfriend back because he knew that uh, that there were about to be gunshots out of uh, the hand of Buzz Davis. And there's there's a video that shows those two guys walking to Brandon Miller's car, getting the gun out before they uh, before they proceed to kill the uh, the mother there. Ben, if you don't pay attention to college basketball, Brandon Miller is maybe the best freshman in America. Mm-hmm. Incredibly talented, an Alabama team that is potentially a Final Four team. I would say they're one of the teams that have a chance to win it all. I know he's already had to deal with this because, like, his gun was used in a murder weeks ago, so he's probably had to deal with this more. I don't like the sound of this in any way, shape, or form, even though um, somebody later down in the story, oh, this is the NATO's quote. He says, quote, we knew about that. Can't control everything everybody does outside of practice. Nobody knew that was going to happen. College kids are out. Brandon hasn't been in any type of trouble, nor is he in any type of trouble in this case. Wrong spot at the wrong time, close quote. Okay, pause there for a moment. I didn't know if you had seen Nate Oates' comments, but that bothers me, Quok. That bothers me, too. And and I'm not not trying to look for a way to get 
offended. I'm really not. I'm I'm anti that. I I watched that press conference during the break to make sure that I understood the way that was said, the context and all. And and I understand him trying to defend his player. It does sound like uh, Miller's not going to be charged, which I I have question, uh, separate questions about that. But to say that he was at the wrong place at the wrong time, but he knew the place he was going and he knew the time he was going and he participated in bringing that. I, I understand standing behind your player, but man, that that's not a very good look right there. I, well, I feel like you're you're missing the fact that somebody was shot to death here. That's correct. And a texter asked this: How the hell can he not be charged? That texter from the eight six four says that. Here is my response there. Okay, as a as I'm, I'm not a I'm not a legal expert, but I play one on the radio sometimes. All right, it is possible that. He didn't know, and you're not going to be able to prove that he knew that his gun was going to be used in the commission of a felony murder. You, you, can't, you, you can't prove that based on there's a text message thread where he, was asked to, uh, where he was asked to bring the gun. You don't know what specific. In fact, there were no specifics that were in the text conversation about why. He just did it. Um, apparently, he dropped those guys off and, I, you know, I, here's where I would say you're right, Ben, and I'm 100% with you. This is NATO's hiding behind legal definitions where there's a difference between, and I'm going to say, I'm going to use a term that we're not supposed to say for college athletes, but, like, it's the same as there are things that I could do and not get charged with that would get me fired from my job, right? Right. There's a, there's a different standard from you could get fired for this versus you can get charged with a crime. To me, the fact that he brought a gun to a place where two people asked him to bring it and then used the gun, I mean, what did you think he needed with it out at the club at 1 in the morning? What did you think he needed with the gun when he said bring it? Was he trying to go, you know, at 9 Sunday morning for target practice? I mean, to me, that's where that doesn't pass the smell test. You know that something's happening there, and... I, you know, even if you can't be charged because you, I guess the statute says that you you have to know that a felony is going to be committed and that you willfully, and the fact that he didn't hand it to him, it was just in the car, and they went to the car and grabbed it out of the car, I guess maybe that's why it doesn't fall under the legal definition there. But this is a much different thing. I, I thought Nate Oates' comments were incredibly disappointing here, and I can't believe for a second that he's being that dismissive of a situation where, one of his former players killed an innocent victim, and another one of his players provided the weapon. I mean, you got to be—you can't be that tone deaf if you're Nate Oates in this situation. Quack, if I call you late in the evening and say or text you, "Bring me my gun," what's your first response going to be? My first response is going to be for what? Exactly. Uh, exactly. That's uh, boy. There's there's a lot there now. With Miller, I would imagine it all happens. That all happens pretty fast. I don't, you know, man. Kids have different relationships, and you know, maybe they don't stop and think about 
all of those things that they should that you think about later. But in, in terms of Nate Oates, I, you do have to kind of wonder if there's not if, if there's not some type of team rule or uh, like, hey, I, I mean, I, we could agree at worst Brandon Miller knew that somebody needed a handgun brought to them late at night. That it's and didn't didn't it didn't raise any red flags. It, it seems like that should have been some sort of issue inside the Alabama basketball program, right? That's I mean, right. I, I, I mean, and he says we've known about this. It's not like this is breaking news to him. I don't know. I, I'm 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 with you. I'm I'm disappointed with <laughs> Nate Oates and his choice of words here uh, on this. I. I I don't I don't like talking about these kinds of things really, but you have to in today's world and that's what a crazy, crazy story. Well, and especially given we're about to enter conference championships in two weeks and we're about to enter the NCAA tournament in three weeks, and this is gonna be one of the favorites to win a national championship, and like he he is one of the fa- like if your team is a favorite to win a national championship or one of the favorites your team has a chance to get to the Final Four. This is one of the guys that CBS is going to highlight, that Turner is going to highlight on their coverage. And for that to come out right now, uh, it, it is, I mean, it is like the worst, almost the worst timing that it could be for this to actually come out. And like you say, the fact that it that they knew about it is, that, is almost worse. Yeah, we knew about it. I mean, he didn't miss any games. He wants to spend it all. I mean, to me, I think it's okay to say, hey, if your gun is used in any way, you're out of game. Like, even if it's okay what you're doing, don't use a gun during the season or something like that. I don't I don't know what the rule would say, but I feel like that's pretty reasonable. Texter says uh, this, guy thought he needed protection and asked a friend, what if his life was in danger? Well, then if his life was in danger, you should have asked, is your life in danger? The problem is we don't know that because he never asked for a follow-up he just assumed that his buddy wasn't going to kill somebody, which, I mean, again, maybe you don't assume that somebody's going to be dead at the end of the night, but you got to assume that something bad is going to happen to some degree. Yeah, and, I mean, and that's just to, that's silly. To the texture's point, yeah, you're right. I mean, if that's if that's the world you live in, and your friend says, "I need a gun," you're there's many people who would oblige in that. But I guess our point is, wouldn't you wouldn't you ask that question? Why do you need it? Is your life in danger? That would be the first thing I'd want to know if a friend of mine called. And if the life is in danger, then, I mean, maybe there's more you can do to than just take a gun. I don't know. It's, I mean, it's easy to it's easy to speculate all the ifs and shoulds and all that stuff. But I, I'm like I said, I'm, I'm more <laughs> I'm sort of more. Uh, attracted to the Nate Oates part of this conversation. That that's that's just seems really unusual. I agree with you. Can we can we pivot to some picks? Can we make some rapid fire picks tonight to turn this around? Because uh, this has been a little bit of a uh, little bit of a downer segment. Um I want to start with a game that we're different on. I'm I'm taking Virginia Tech minus one and a half tonight against Miami. Tell me why you like Miami plus two, Ben. Uh, because I like Miami, and Miami has done has played well on the road. I don't think Virginia Tech is that great a team. I think their record indicates that at this point. 
the only thing that does give me pause is that Virginia Tech is a tough home team, but but not as not as much so this season. Um, also, Miami is Miami is in a situation now where not only are they playing for an ACC regular season championship and a number one seed, they're playing for some type of national seed. I mean, a high seed in the NCAA tournament. Meanwhile, I'm not sure what Virginia Tech's really playing for. Interesting. You know what? I I think that all makes sense. You know, I look and, back at it. Go and, ahead. And, and I'm sorry. And if all that's not enough, Miami's got better players. They just they just do. Uh, I I don't. They they can Virginia Tech can likes to shoot the ball outside. Miami likes to defend the three. Uh, and and the other end of the floor. I think Virginia Tech's going to have a hard time defending uh, defending Miami. Yeah, they're going to have to have a team defensive approach tonight. There's no question about it. The reason I went Virginia Tech here, since Hunter Couture came back, they're 4-1 and one against the spread at home, uh, the only loss being uh, that weird Boston College game. But they've won every other game, and they look like they were back on track against Pitt. I'm going to assume that they legitimately just overlooked Boston College, that they just looked past them. They've looked better at home since they lost those back-to-back home games to uh, Clemson and NC State. And uh, so, anyway, that's why I went with Virginia Tech, but I, I get your point on, uh, on Miami there. Um, Here's some of my other ones. Uh, I went Xavier minus four and a half against Villanova. I just, uh, for a similar reason, I think Xavier's better. I think they're going to win by eight to 12. And uh, Villanova on the road has not been great. A couple others in the seven o'clock. I like Kansas State plus two and a half against Baylor. Because Kansas State's good at home. Baylor had a great first half and got absolutely eviscerated in the second half against Kansas on Saturday. I don't know how you bounce back from that going back on the road. So I'm taking the two and a half there. Give me Toledo minus three and a half against Akron. I love that one because Toledo's better than Akron. They force a bunch of turnovers. They play really fast. And uh, they're very good at home. Uh, ECU minus one and a half at Tulsa. You know Tulsa's only covered three times all year. Three times. So if I can basically have a pick em with whoever Tulsa's playing, I'm doing that. East Carolina minus one and a half. Uh, and then finally, three more. Air Force minus two against Fresno State. Uh, Air Force is going to win that game by double figures, which means take Fresno State. Uh, Arkansas minus 13 and a half against Georgia. You know Georgia has not covered the spread one time as a double-digit underdog this year. They've covered a bunch of single-digit underdogs. But not as a double-digit underdog. They get blown out. And then I'm going Texas Tech, Oklahoma, over 137.5. These two teams are over machines. Texas Tech over on the road. Oklahoma over at home. And uh, these two teams combined for like 155 points earlier this year. So those are my uh, those are my picks to varying dollar amounts uh, here today. Ben, I know you have some picks. I want to get to those in the final segment as well. 654 roars a number. We will come back and wrap up the show after this. Save up to 50% on a hot tub or swim spa at the Hot Tub and Swim Spa Blowout Expo this weekend at the Garrison Expo Center at Clemson University. Browse the largest display of hot tubs and swim spas in the region from five major brands at up to 50% off. See swim spas in action offering exercise, therapy, and fun all year long. Over 30 spas will be on display and immediate delivery is available. Show admission and parking are free. That's the Hot Tub and Swim Spa Blowout Expo this weekend at the Garrison Expo Center at Clemson University. Visit hottubshow.com. That's hottubshow.com. It's time to be proactive about underage drinking. Here are a few helpful tips from the Forrester Center for Behavioral Health 
in Spartanburg. Understand that your child is growing up. This doesn't mean a hands-off attitude as you guide your child's behavior. Also try to respect their growing need for independence and privacy. Lock up and keep track of alcohol in your home so it's not a temptation to underage youth. Underage drinking isn't a rite of passage. It's against the law. Visit theforestercenter.org today for more resources. Skeptic about septic? Call the experts, the plumbing experts. Did you know your septic tank should be pumped every three to five years? With their maintenance plan, you don't need to worry. They take care of it. When it comes to septic tanks, prevention through routine maintenance is key. Their plumbers are fully trained, licensed, and qualified to provide the best experience the first time. So whether you need a pump or repair, don't be a skeptic on septic. Call the experts, the plumbing experts. Visit online at theplumbingexperts.com. They won't let you down. My Garage by Essex is proud to service the Clemson area with excellent service on all makes and models. They are professionals that perform high-quality workmanship with high-quality parts. With life being uncertain, you know you can be certain of My Garage by Essex, taking care of you and your family. Stop in to see them at 551 Old Greenville Highway, Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. till 5 p.m., or call 864-633-5800. I'm Richard Thompson of Thompson & King Law Firm, and I believe that every person has a God-given desire to work. That's why I take Social Security and workers' compensation cases very seriously, because most folks don't really want to think they're disabled. They hesitate to file for disability, and when they're turned down, they hesitate to appeal their case. But they are disabled. If you're presently unable to work on a daily basis, even if you don't fully understand the cause, come see me. I'll take your case seriously. I know you do. But Thompson King Law Firm, 222-0200. Mr. Knickerbocker isn't just a store, it's a lifestyle. Shop 100% collegiate licensed tailgating items, gifts, decals, apparel, pet products, hats, and more. For all Clemson sports, all year long. With four locations to serve you, shop Clemson on College Avenue or the Lifestyle Store, Seneca at Hartwell Village, Greenville on Woodruff Road, or online at mrknickerbocker.com. Like and follow on social media for new product launches and more. Mr. Knickerbocker, a Clemson tradition store since 1973. Kitchens are the heart of the home. It's the one place for the family team huddle, an entertainment headquarters, a children's art museum, and most important of all, a place to enjoy good food with family and friends. That's why a kitchen not only should be stylish, but comfortable and functional. Linden Design is a full-service design studio that specializes in kitchen remodels. Their Spartanburg showroom has kitchen cabinets, lighting, and flooring to create a beautiful space. Call 864-494-4317 to schedule your consultation or visit their location at 101 Chester Street in Spartanburg. Ben here for EC Sports, and I am so excited to tell you about their new greens and red superfood blend with added brain-boosting nootropics, probiotics, and adaptogens. This superfood blend is like no other on the market with six specialized blends that support focus, memory, digestive health, and your body's natural stress response. Best part is this super healthy drink tastes delicious and is 100% natural. Go to upstatemuscle.com and use code BEN for 20% off your order at upstatemuscle.com. I'm Eddie Bennett. Bennett Equipment has helped build the upstate for the last 23 years by renting and selling construction equipment. And when it comes to compact equipment, the best in the industry is Takeuchi. The lineup of track skid steer loaders, excavators, wheel loaders, and hundreds of attachments make the choice easy. So come and see why so many choose to buy it or rent it from Bennett and experience the Takeuchi difference in the upstate, western North Carolina, and north Georgia. 
winning multiple Ford President's Awards and top-notch online reviews are two reasons why George Coleman Ford should be your choice for your next new or pre-owned vehicle. Every week, customers like you post online reviews raving about the buying experience at George Coleman Ford. It's like nothing they've experienced. No hidden fees and straight-up honest customer service. And with new inventory arriving monthly, George Coleman Ford is committed to satisfying you. The best is found in Traveler's Rest, George Coleman Ford. The Varsity, where in Atlanta you can get a hot dog, but in South Carolina you get sports talk. The Roar, where every day is game day. Sing my Sarah, broken halos, floating wings that used to fly. All right, final segment of the show. Glad to have you with us here from Doug Kingsmore Stadium. Uh, the fans starting to trickle in here a little bit at 2.45. And uh, we're about an hour and 15 minutes away from first pitch. Clemson and Charlotte dueling here. Ben, before we get to Tired of It Tuesday, do you want to tell the folks your uh, spread picks for the day since I just rolled through mine rapid fire? Oh, well, if anybody cares, sure, I can do that. There, there's well, only- Listen, it's it's better than taking mine. So this is actually better strategy for people. That is factually accurate. Uh, I'll, I'll take Pitt minus 12 at with Georgia Tech coming into town. Uh, Marquette plus five and a half at Creighton tonight. That's a big game. And San Diego State minus 10 and a half hosting Colorado State. Colorado State is horrible. This is the one, a, a very good game. Tennessee at Texas A&M. Earlier today, A&M was, was minus one. I'll take that. Quark, I think this is an underrated game. Two really similar teams. Both play great defense. Uh, but Texas A&M is now shooting the ball pretty well. Tennessee, eh, not so much. Uh, Texas A&M also 13-1 at home. I, I think this is this is a... Great matchup tonight. Two teams that play similar style, but one has a better offense, and that better offense is home. Uh, I That's the one that I feel pretty good about tonight. Okay, you know what? I, I really like that one, too, because – and I almost took it – I'm I've been scared off of every Tennessee game because every time I think, you know what, they're susceptible today, they'll win like 70 to 40. And every time I feel comfortable with them, they score like – you know, 46 points or something like that. So I'm just, I, I'm, I'm uh, personally staying away from Tennessee, but I, I love that pick the because over, I think uh, Texas A&M is really good at home. Yeah. The over under is 129 and a half. If that tells you anything. Ooh, that feels like a sneaky good underplay because A&M, they don't mind playing slow with buzz. They can play in a half court a little bit. Um, We'll talk about uh, maybe a couple more games to watch in just a little bit. But for now, it's time to say what we're tired of. So, are you sick and tired of a certain athlete? Sick and tired. Tired of a particular story? I don't know about you, but I'm getting sick and tired. Got that one sports figure that you're just ready to see move on? You know what I'm sick and tired of? Well, we get rid of the people and the stories that make you sick. Make me sick. I'm just sick of this and I'm sick of you so sick i don't know what to do with myself now i am just sick and tired it's time for tired of a tuesday with quok and ben and when i'm not sick i'm tired i am sick and tired 
on the roar. Quag, I'm going to start things off today because this has a baseball, this is a baseball story that you haven't seen, and I'm interested to know your take on this. Uh, you are, you would consider yourself a baseball purist, would you not? Correct. As pure as a driven snow. Well, I am tired of some rules that are just silly, and we don't have time to go into uh, all those that I could think of. But this one in particular, I don't really, I, I do think it's kind of silly. Sunday afternoon, Wayne State College and Missouri University of Science and Technology. <laughs> That's right. They're, they're in the top of the ninth inning when Missouri, the visiting team, is down 6-3. to three. And hits what appears to be a game-tying home run. Hits a three-run bomb to make the score 6-6. The the first base runner scores. The second base runner scores. And then the gentleman that hits the home run comes to home plate. He kind of skips. There's video. He may or may not have touched the plate on the pitching side, on the field side of the bag or of the plate. But the umpire was standing on the field side, so he was kind of shielded from it. Of course, there's no replay there. It looks to the ump that he misses the plate. They're celebrating thinking they have tied the game when actually the ump reversed the call, said he missed the plate, thereby ending the game he took the run off the board the home run uh there's so many parts to this one you he there's no way he would have seen this you can't the only video that's available you there you cannot tell uh but the other thing why in the world when the ball goes over the fence quack it's a home run why do we have to continue to have this charade where you you have to parade around the, the bases and you have to touch home plate. Why is it about touching home plate that makes that an official home run? Is it not an official home run when it goes over the over the outfield fence? You know, you're bringing up a good point here, and I'm going to give a ridiculous answer. You have to touch home plate because that's what the rule says. <laughs> uh, but... Who's going to throw you out if the ball's over the stand? Like, nobody's throwing it back. The ball's dead. Uh, in slow-pitch softball, not that I've ever had to do this, but I've seen people. I've heard that it's that people can do this. If somebody else on my team or the other team hits a home run, then we don't have to run the bases. We just run to the dugout. We don't actually have to do that. They don't make you do it because it's, it's silly. Um, maybe we should think about that. You know what? You know what would speed up play? Baseball? <laughs> Uh, if you Stop. hit it over the wall, just let you walk back to the dugout because you assume the runs are going to score. Let's do that. And you know what? Furthermore, let's not have an ump show in here. Let don't don't tell me that you got a forensic uh, you, you got a forensics expert out there and you know that there was distance between the foot and the plate. Don't tell me that. If he got reasonably close, it's a neighborhood play, folks. If he got reasonably close. He scored. Yeah. Especially yeah. if you don't have replay. Great point. Think about what you do with the phantom tag at second base or uh, of the bag 
for a double play, there's many times that bag never gets touched. You drag yes. your foot. I mean, it's it's you know because the the spirit of the play, <laughs> you 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 made it right. I mean, the runner's halfway between first and second. Uh, how in the world to? I mean, everything else aside, an umpire have the cojones to overturn that, to make that call, which ends the ball game right there, on a play where you're. There's no way you're really sure. No, ump show, absolute ump show. Ump show. Get that out of my face. I'm I'm with you on that. There, there's many. You know, there's there's several other things like you you can't catch you can't catch a ball in your hat in baseball. Why? I can catch it in my hand. I can catch it in my glove. I can kick it up with my foot and 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 catch it that way, and it's an out. I can bounce it off the the pitcher's shoulder and let the second baseman catch it. Why can't I catch it in my hat? Why is that a rule? I don't know. There's, I, these are the things that keep me up at night, Quok. You know, they keep me up at night too, but I'm really concerned that there are people like you who are just going to burn the whole game down. <laughs> don't let them do it, folks. Take that match away. Don't let them have a lighter. Um, nah, I, I don't. I, I think you should be able to use whatever's on your person to catch the ball personally. Um, ben, I'm I'm tired of student sections who are just bad at this. And I'm not even talking about just being, you know, well, I, you know what? I am originally, like at a base level, I am talking about just being bad student sections. And far be it for me to say everyone sucks but me. But I feel like I was a pretty good member of student sections, Okay. When I was in middle school, we had a student section for rec all-star games. Okay, we made T-shirts. Uh, in high school, we had a great student section in football. And then a lot of the football players who didn't play basketball returned the favor for, uh, for basketball. I've said many times on air, my class, uh, I was the class president as a senior at Daniel, and my class started a whiteout tradition against Seneca that continues to this day. Uh, we were great at student sections, Ben, and I love a good student section uh, ribbing of an opposing player. If you can find out the player's girlfriend's name, you want to chant that when he's at the foul line, go for it. You want to chant the ex-girlfriend's name or the mom's name, you do that. If my man had a DUI like Paolo Bancaro last year, guess what? You're going to hear DUI when you're standing at the line. If you've got a felony conviction, you might hear about that to a certain degree. I'm okay with any kind of personal information. If you got a dumb picture as your Facebook profile picture or your Instagram, then somebody's going to blow that up and wave it in your face when you're shooting free throws. That is just all fun and games, doing good research and being an informed student section. Ben, the camera crazies used to be that type of student section. They were. And now they have so many tryhards, and I'm going to just say so many little nerds, so many little nerds at Duke who don't even know. They've never even been to a sporting event. they never played anything in their lives. They're too busy with their nose in a friggin' math book that they don't know how to be a proper student section. And so you get people like this. This is from Tristan Ferris on Twitter. The, the picture was taken by someone named Adam Rowe. It is a picture of a piece of poster board with screenshot text message exchanges within a dating app where someone, I think on Tinder or somewhere, had actually uh, catfished one of the Louisville, the Kamari Lands, one of the, uh, one of the, the Louisville basketball players, then took that conversation, blew it up, put it on a poster board, and taunted him with it during a game. Ben, I, again, I am all for, if you have a dumb picture as your profile picture, you look stupid in a Facebook photo from years before, that's all fair game. 
it is the laziest and most most cynical, most ridiculous, and way below the line form of student sectioning to invent an embarrassing scenario that you will then troll a player for participating in. First of all, no class. Second of all, no ingenuity. Third of all, nerd. Fourth of all, potentially illegal for impersonating somebody. Get this out of my face. We, we see student sections every day, Ben, who are saying things that are inappropriate, who are saying things that are way, way below the line. They're not funny. They're not creative. They're just mean. And I'm tired of student sections being mean. It's supposed to be something that you hate in the moment but can laugh about 20 years from now. Don't bring up anybody dying. Don't bring up war. Don't bring up catfishing that you perpetuated Duke student section. Don't do that during games. It's ridiculous. It's gone from good, clean fun to way, way, way over the line in some cases. Yeah, the uh, the student section chanting Russia. Uh, Texture just brought it up, as a matter of fact. Yes, at the, at the Ukrainian player. Uh, yeah, that's that. You know, that's crossing the line. You're you're chanting things about murder in the Auburn st- student section about Alabama players. Eh, probably not a line you need to go across. And and this is another one too. Creative, a hundred percent for creativity. Also, you know, a 40 for being a decent human being. Correct. And I'll also say this. The, the, the camera crazies, when they had the white and blue stripes, and they were, they were incredibly creative, but mostly they just made a bunch of noise. That's what I remember growing up. That was a great student section. Now they try to get so cute, and they try to be inventive, and they try to get their social media clout or whatever. Half of them are wearing jerseys in the game. They look ridiculous now. Let's just, let's just call it what it is.